Heavenly Father, I thank you for today, August 28th, today's reading. I pray, Lord God, for your anointing, your help. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, we just give your word to you, Lord. You say you magnify your word above your name. Thank you, Lord God. And we praise your word. We say yes and amen to Jesus. And yes, amen to the Holy Spirit. Job 28.1 People know where to mine silver and how to refine gold. They know where to dig iron from the earth and how to smell copper from rock. They know how to shine light in the darkness and explore the farthest regions of the earth. As they search in the dark for ore, they sink in a mine shaft into the earth far from anyone lives. They descend on ropes swinging back and forth. Food is grown on the earth above, but down below the earth is melted as by fire. Here the rocks contain precious lapis lazuli and the dust containing gold. These are treasures no bird or prey can see, no falcon eye observe. No wild animal has walked upon these treasures, no lion has ever set his paw there. People know how to tear apart flinty rocks and overturn the roots of mountains. They cut tunnels in the rocks and uncover precious stones. They dam up the trickle streams and bring up the hidden treasures. But do people know where to find wisdom? Where can they find understanding? No one knows where to find it, for it is not found among the living. It is not here, says the ocean. Nor is it here, says the sea. It cannot be bought with gold. It cannot be purchased with silver. It's worth more than all gold of Ophir, greater than the precious onyx of lapis lazuli. Wisdom is more valuable than gold and crystal. It cannot be purchased with jewels mounted in fine gold. Coral and jasper are worthless in trying to get it. The price of wisdom is far above rubies. Precious peridot from Ethiopia cannot be exchanged for it. It's worth more than the purest gold. But, but do people know where to find wisdom? Where can they find understanding? It is hidden from the eyes of all humanity. Even the sharp eye birds in the sky cannot discover it. Destruction and death save we heard only rumors of where wisdom can be found. God alone understands the way to wisdom. He knows where it can be found. For he looks through the whole earth and sees everything under the heavens. He decides how hard the wind should blow and how much rain should fall. He made the laws for the rain and laid out the path for the lightning. Then he saw wisdom and evaluated he sat in a place and examined it thoroughly. And this is what he says to all humanity. The fear of the Lord is true wisdom. To forsake evil is real understanding. Then Job continues speaking. I long for the years gone by when God took care of me. 
when God took care of me. When he lifted up the lit. way before me. He lit up. He lit up the way before me. Thank you. And I walked safely through the darkness. When I was in my prime, God's friendship was felt in my home. The Almighty was still with me, and my children were around me. My cows produced milk in abundance, and my groves poured out streams of olive oil. Those were the days when I went to the city gate and took my place among the honored leaders. The young stepped aside when they saw me. And even the age rose in respect at my coming. The princes stood in silence and put their hands over their mouth. The highest officials of the city stood quietly holding their tongues in respect. All who heard me praised me. All who saw me spoke well of me. For I assisted the poor in their need and the orphan who required help. I helped those without hope and they blessed me. And I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. Everything I did was honest. Righteous covered me like a robe. And I wore justice like a turban. I served as eyes for the blind and feet for the lame. I was a father to the poor and assisted strangers who needed help. I broke the jaws of godless oppressors and plucked their victims from their teeth. I thought surely I would die surrounded by my family after a long good life. For I am like a tree whose roots reach the water, whose branch are refreshed with the dew. New honors are continually bestowed on me, and my strength is continually renewed. Everyone listens to my advice. They were silent as they waited for me to speak. And after I spoke, they had nothing to add. For my counsel satisfied them. They longed for me to speak as people longed for rain. They drank my words like a refreshing spring grain. When they were discouraged, I smiled at them. My look of approval was precious to them. Like a chief, I told them what to do. I lived like a king among his troops and comforted those who mourned. But now I am mocked by people younger than I, by young men whose fathers are not worthy to run with my sheepdogs. A lot of good they are to me, those worn-out wretches. They are gaunt with hunger and flee to the desert, to desolate and gloomy wastelands. They pluck wild greens from among the bushes and eat from the roots of broom trees. They are driven from human society and people shout at them as they were thieves. So now they live in frightening ravines, in caves, and among the rocks. They sound like animals howling among the bushes, huddled together beneath the nest nettles. They are nameless fools, outcasts from society. And now they mock me with vulgar songs. They taunt me. They despise me and won't come near me, except to spit in my face. For God has cut my bowstring. He has humbled me. So they have thrown all of restraint. They've thrown off all restraint. So they have thrown off all restraint. The outcasts opposed me to my face. They send me sprawling and lay traps in my path. They block my road and do everything they can to destroy me. 
They know I, I have no one to help me. They come at me from all directions. They jump on me when I am down. I live in terror now. My honor has blown away in the wind, and my prosperity has vanished like a cloud. And now my life seeps, seeps away. Depression haunts my days. At night my bones are filled with pain, with gnaws at, my gnaws at me relentlessly. With a strong hand, God grabs my shirt. He grips me by the collar of my coat. He has thrown me into the mud and nothing more than dust and ashes. I am nothing more than dust and ashes. I cry to you, O God, but you don't answer. I stand before you, but you don't even look. You have become cruel toward me. You use your power to persecute me. You throw me into the whirlwind and destroy me in the storm. And I know that you are sending me to death, the destination of all who live. Surely no one would turn against the needy when they cry for help in their trouble. Did I not weep for those in trouble? Was I not deeply grieved for the needy? So I looked for good, but evil came instead. I waited for the light, but darkness fell. My heart is troubled and relentless and restless. My heart is troubled and restless. Days of suffering torment me. I walk in gloom without sunlight. I stand in public square and cry for help. Instead, I am considered a brother of jackals and a companion of owls. Two owls. My skin has turned dark and my bones burn with fever. My heart plays sad music and my flute accompany those who weep. Let me read today's study, Job 28.13. Job has sought to understand his suffering, but he couldn't make sense of it. What's more, Job had no power to change the situation. He needed God's wisdom and power. Job stated that wisdom cannot be found among the living, nor no teacher or group of teachers can produce enough knowledge or insight to explain the totality of human experience. The ultimate interpretation of life or of who we are and where we are going must come from outside and above our moral existence. But God has not left people hopeless. What we cannot find on our own, God provides. Often we don't even search for wisdom, but simply shrug off or give up. But God doesn't. He devises the ways to bring us back when we were separated from Him. Second Samuel 14.4 When we were lacking the wisdom and power we need, God was already putting a plan in place to those called by God's salvation, both Jesus and Gentiles. Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ is the central figure of Scripture, the only way to make sense of Joe's life and our own through Christ. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Yeah, my favorite verse right there is uh, Job 28, 28, where mm -hmm. it says, mm -hmm. the, fear of wisdom. the fear of the Lord is true wisdom. To forsake evil is real understanding. So evil is real understanding. Mm -hmm. Now these are compared to digging ore and beneath the earth they're compared to finding gold you know it's truly uh it's like mining 
minding resources and treasures. The fear of the Lord is true wisdom. Amen. So that's beautiful, you know, to seek the Lord while he may be found. And, and the Lord has kept his side of the bargain. His yeah. prosperity is in the land. Amen. Awesome. All righty. <clears throat> Okay, we're looking at Second um, Corinthians uh, two twelve to seventeen. When I Paul came to the city of Taros or Troas to preach the good news of Christ, the Lord opened a door of opportunity for me. But I had no peace of mind because my dear brother Titus hadn't arrived yet, or had yet hadn't yet arrived with a report from you. So I said goodbye and went on to Macedonia to find him. But thank God he has made us cap his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal, triumphal procession. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Our lives are like our lives are a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. To those who are perishing we are a dreadful smell of death and we are a dreadful smell of death and doom. But to those who are being saved we're, we are a life-giving perfume and who is adequate for such a task as this. You see we're not like the many hucksters who preach the per personal prophet. We preach the word of God with sincerity and with Christ's authority, knowing that God is watching us. Amen. That's such a short chapter. Amen, yeah. I, I like the way that he just says that, uh, you know, that the views are differently between the believers that, who are saved versus the ones that aren't saved. Mm -hmm. and, and how... You know, we're we're like a life-giving perfume when we spread the gospel. Yeah, life-giving perfume, that's a good way to put it. Wow, and preaching the word with, with sincerity and authority, knowing that God is watching what we preach or teach. Amen. Okay, that's all I got. What about you? Oh, that was awesome. It says, uh, I was reading right here the uh, today's study about mm -hmm. uh, often we can feel paralyzed wondering which direction God wants us to take in life. We constantly pray for God's will, but it's not always clear. Yet, God can use you no matter which direction we take. Instead of looking to God for the right place, we should be we should focus on being the right person. God can use us wherever we go, even if we if we waft around like perfume. If we are sensitive to God's spirit, we can be useful wherever we go. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the times it's acting like faith, acting like it is. You know, like it is a soul thing. You know, just demonstrating your faith to God by uh, dressing in the way and uh, believing in the way. Mm -hmm. that God wants you to have and it just releases your faith which is better than an eagle Amen Amen 
Okay, Psalm chapter 42, verses 1 to 11. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long... Okay, it says here, Bring your needs to God and let Him fulfill them. Put your hope in God for whatever is discouraging you. And it says, As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. Who can I go and who can, when can I go and stand before him? Day and night I have only tears for food, while my enemies continually taunt me, saying, Where is this God of yours? My heart is breaking as I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshippers, leading a great procession to the house of God singing for joy and giving thanks amid the sound of great celebration. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Amen. Now I'm deeply discouraged, but I will remember you even from the distant Mount Hermon, the source of the Jordan from the land of Mount Mazar. I hear the tumult of the raging seas as your waves surging tides sweep over me but each day the lord pours his unfailing love upon me and through each night i sing his songs praying to god who gives me life O oh god my rock i cry why have you forgotten me why must i wander around in grief oppressed by my enemies their taunts break my bones they scoff where is this god of yours why am I so discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. Amen. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Amen. And Proverbs 22, 7 says, Just as the rich rule the poor, so the borrower is servant to the lender. Amen. Amen. What a wonderful reading. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. That was awesome. Hmm.